Two minutes after one o'clock in Dominique and Decent Caribbean. Welcome to Talk on the Block for today, the final day of the week. Uh, Friday. It's Friday the 20... No, no, no. No, not yet. <laughs> today is the 19th of uh, August in the year 2022. And we thank you very much for joining us on this edition. I'm Len Offlinton sitting in for Matthias Peltier Jr. And saying good afternoon to him. Uh, hope everything is okay, bro. All right. Happy to welcome you warmly from wherever you are here in Nature Island, Dominica, or maybe you're joining us from further afield via the wonderful technology of the internet. We thank you very much for being with us, for choosing to spend this part of your afternoon, <laughs> this segment, uh, this lunch hour segment with us, one to two in the afternoon. That's how we do it here Monday to Friday on Q95. And this afternoon, guess what? We're going to throw the lines wide open. This will be open line Friday on Talk on the Block. And uh, you have the opportunity, the privilege to call and uh, talk about what is of concern to you. Or to review something we may have been speaking about this week that you want to keep in focus on you or you want some more clarity on. We will do all of that this afternoon. It's your afternoon. We're going to... Throw the lines wide open from uh, 105 or, or thereabout and uh, allow you to have your say on the issues of concern to you and the things that matter to you at this time in the development of our lovely Nature Islander. Island Dominica Civil Liberties Foundation Inc. Nidcliff, uniting our Kalanago and Afro Caribbean nature islanders and friends of Dominica at home and abroad, coming together to help preserve the integrity of Dominica's democracy, human rights, and civil liberties, ensuring free, fair, and competitive elections on a level playing field within a system that guarantees freedom of expression, belief, and association, respect for the inalienable rights of individuals and minorities. Respect for the rule of law, for free communications media, and free from psychological, mental, and physical abuse of women, minors, the elderly, and young men. Meantime, the people of Salisbury were tear-gassed and shot at while they slept the night before the general election in December 2019 by local law enforcement aided and abetted by regional security forces. Patriots appear ready to take the biggest step to fight this cancer that is ravaging every organ of good governance in Dominica. Patriots appear ready to join the legal fight to have the highest court in the region decide once and for all if Dominica should continue to operate as a rogue state where the state's coffers may be starved while secretive accounts in unknown places are filled to the brim with taxpayers' money. Nitcliffe, join the fight to save Dominica from this malevolent cancer. Make your contribution, however modest, to support the legal challenge to account for Dominica's millions 
The law is on your side. Every patriot should be on your side. Nidcliffe, support our Radiothon, fundraising events, subscriptions, GoFundMe, and other initiatives to help raise funds to support a legal challenge against the siphoning of public funds from the Consolidated Fund and other initiatives and actions. Nidcliffe, Nature Island Dominica Civil Liberties Foundation, Inc. Working to help unify and build Dominica and our Afro-Caribbean and Kalanago brothers and sisters at home and abroad. Nidcliffe, fighting to save our Nature Island, Dominica. This is Esa Banton, your tropical water ambassador, with your hurricane tip for today. Strengthen your home, trim trees, ensure drains are cleaned, and ensure you have sufficient plywood, aluminum panels to board up your windows and doors. Ensure that outdoor items can be secured. Be prepared and remember to stock up on Twapiton water. What bitter means to me? It means respect. Trust in the process. It might rough now, but go on, push, brother. It's finding the courage to step out of your comfort zone and try something different. To never give up on your passion, because passion brings progress. So when them say bitter, that just mean life will get better. Cause the real gen of them drink Campari. <laughs> Respect the bitter. Must be 18 years or older to drink. Drink responsibly. Beat the heat with Loratech inverter type air conditioners from ESA Trading Limited. State of the art technology. Quiet and super efficient. Loratech inverter type air conditioners made by TLC are very energy efficient with up to 50% savings on electricity. Loratech inverter type air conditioners come with anti corrosive golden coating for added protection and the prevention of bacteria. Three year warranty on complete units with up to five year warranty on compressor. Available in 12,000, 18,000, 24,000, and 36,000 BTU units. Prices start as low as $1,995, plus you get 10% discount on cash purchases. Higher purchase terms are also available. Also, ESA Trading Limited offers professional installation and after-sales service. Visit ESA Trading Limited today at the corner of Bayfront and Kennedy Avenue, Roseau, or Canefield Industrial Site, or call us on telephone number 440-0205 or 449-3636. ESA Trading Limited, we are making a difference for you. If you're cool, then I'm cool. Your brakes are calling. They have heard the news that Driver Auto Supplies have just received a new shipment of brake pads for your SUVs, pickup trucks, trucks, cars, and minibuses. Driver Auto Supplies, located in Forkale at the tire shop next to the bread depot. Call 448-6637 or 277 Hurry and get the brakes that you need. Competitive prices in this tough economic times also available. Motorcycle and scooter tires. It's 110. Someone on the telephone and talk on the block. Good afternoon. 
Yeah, fuck on the block. I'll open back for you, honorable leader. <laughs> What's up? Listen, I'm driving and what, what's on my mind right now is the farmers of Dominica. Honorable Linton, I think I understand that 180-something million dollars was allocated to promote or to advertise the CBI program. Am I right? Over two years, yes. Okay. And, and agriculture, with all the different programs, is less than 30 million. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. Roosevelt Kerry talking about agriculture has always been a priority for his, his regime, which I know is a blatant lie. But you could just see his intention, his priorities. Agriculture is supposed to be the, the, the foundation of, of our economy in Dominica. And you have under 30 million for agriculture in this budget cycle, and you have 180 some million you give in to your, 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 your friends to promote, to promote your CBI. You know, to me, that, that, doesn't, that doesn't go down well with me at all. Another thing I'm thinking about, um, Honorable Linton, what about that um, report from Byron pertaining to the, um, the electoral reform? Dominican need and they need it so badly. I have no idea. You know, we're not hearing nothing about from Byron. Um, Byron I don't even know his last name or... Dennis Byron or some, yes. they, learn, they learn justice. Yeah, his, his name I mean, his, what, his... what is going on? Sir Dennis Byron. And another thing that... Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Hello? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, I, I was saying another thing that's on my mind is Vescott Jones. When Vescott Jones is going to get justice on Arab Linton? I mean, for so many years you have this guy languishing and, and, and instead of go to him and try to settle something or give it too much injustice is going on in Dominica, man. But I mean, so much on my mind, I, I can't name all, so I'm listening. Thank you for taking my call. All right, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, this is Open Line Friday on Talk on the Block. It's one twelve in the afternoon time. The caller mentioned a couple of things there. Uh, of course, the Vescott Jones matter is outstanding. Uh, that's uh, from 2014. He lost his employment at the Dominica and Seaports Authority, fired by Benoit Badwill. And uh, I would say based on how things have progressed so far, uh, the matter is in the tribunal. And it has, it has just been in the tribunal. That's where it is. But it does appear that Vescott Jones was unlawfully dismissed by Benoit Badwill. And uh, it is... <laughs> it is a matter of grave concern the length of time it is taking to resolve this matter. Someone is on the telephone. No, that individual left. Uh, it's 1.13. Uh, the caller was also concerned about the amount of money being spent on agriculture or the promotion of agriculture or the development of agriculture compared to uh, what was paid to the marketers for the CBI program, the exclusive uh. marketer. Uh, 80, $182 million over two years. Good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, Mr. Linton. How are you? I'm great. What's on my mind is um, what's the situation between the, um, the diplomatic move between Dominica and Syria with um, Lauren Bannon? What's, what's the situation yeah, with that? She was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Re remember, 
and we're not hearing anything. Well, I, I don't know what we're supposed to hear. Uh, it was indicated at the time that she had resigned and the resignation was going to take effect at the end of May, was it not? Yeah. Good. So I, from, from, all, from all appearances, it, it, it looks as though she has demitted office. She's no longer on the job. She's, the, she's, the, she's now the former ambassador. And um, that's where that is. Oh, okay. uh, a new person has not been named. No one has been named to take over the position. Yeah, yet. That's, what, that's, what, that's, what, that's what my main concern is. Not hearing about any other name in that position. All right. Well, <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> One fifteen is the afternoon time. How are you doing? Good afternoon, Mr. Hinton. Good afternoon, sir. Mr. Hinton, I would like to know whether Mr. Badu has a heart. He doesn't really have to eat, he has to suffer his mother. He doesn't have a feeling for the poor man. God have mercy at all about it. Well, thank you for that call. We wonder sometimes, you know. They, there are some simple guidelines for living contained in, in the good book. One of, one of them says, do unto others as you have them do unto you. You know, and uh, what what I find so unjust about this is that it must be clear to anyone reviewing that case that Vescott Jones was unlawfully dismissed. He was dismissed contrary to the provisions of law, and it is taking it is running into eight years now since he has lost his job, and the matter cannot the matter has not been resolved. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? to Parliament in the emergency meeting on Monday. Yeah, it will. It, the, the session will deal with uh, amendment bills for the Money Laundering Prevention Act, the uh, Proceeds of Crime Act, and the Financing of Terrorism Act. So what happened to the Proceeds of Crime, White Collar Crimes Act in Dominica? What happened to that? That building, big mansion, big hotels and big businesses in Dominica. That got, no, got nothing to do with that. Well, I, it, it has something to do with that. The question is, uh, to the concerns that you have in, in the context of criminal conduct, whether the laws cover what is in your mind, and, and I suspect you're talking about assets that cannot be explained by people's legal income. Amen to that. When a man, uh, when a man working may be getting... $8,000 or $9,000 a month, and he have free and four upstairs dunks and downstairs houses, plus building for women, have how many vehicles, 
what, what happening to those kind of crimes? What happened to the $500,000 that was at Tepla? Two men were charged. They let them go. The, the cash was forfeited. Government have the cash, they say, in the, in the bank. But it is, clear, it is clear that the offense of money laundering was committed. So what happened to that? I hope, I hope all the things will come in the open. When well, they go to parliament to pass the... Well, the, the, the amendments when when they, when they amend those pieces of legislation. I All right. hope everything will come out in the open. <laughs> All right. Mr. Linton, and our four hundred billion dollars, our four billion dollars with that missing in action. We want to know what happened that to Scarit and Scarit them people. You want to have some money? You find, you, now Scarit find that churches, unions, you don't want opposition. He doesn't need an opposition. But he feel like unions, churches, and all should get involved in they trying to get the money from outside to help them with climate change. Joseph Isaac, where's the million trees you said you were going to be planting as minister of, of um, oh, what was it the ministry them Joseph Isaac had after he came to government again? Well, yeah, he was, he's the minister responsible for what they call creed. The Climate Resilience Executive climate Agency resilient. of the Joseph Climate Isaac Resilience. Climate Resilience, yeah. to plant a million trees. I'm getting to have all the compost in the botanical gardens. What, Joseph Isaac, what do you do with them compost? Where the trees you planted, Joseph Isaac? And I'm going to call you a minute. Whatever I have to call you. But your name I will call you Joseph Isaac because you said it. And scary them people not going to fight for you to get no money. Because we have enough money in Dominica. You guys should do all what you want to do. So don't look for no church and no position and nobody to help you fight for the money you want. Go and get our passport money. Um, Abdullah Mohammed have holding for you. We want it. Bye-bye. All right. Take care of yourself. Have a good afternoon. It's one twenty. Someone on the overseas line. Good afternoon. Yes, Brother Lennox Linton. How are you, man? <laughs> Buche, long time. How, <laughs> how, how, how are you doing? It's a very long time, man. How is Mary got and everybody? Yeah, everybody, okay. everybody. Well, everybody is holding on. Yeah, we're good. Okay. Well, let me ask you a question. I'm a guy. I always call in about that Mantipo Bridge. Is anything happening to that bridge, man? Not, not yet. Are, they, are these guys doing some construction on that? Not yet. And what about the seawall that topping that that seawater jumping over that wall? Are they doing anything on that? Well, since I since I've been in the parliament, I've seen money in the money in the estimates every year for it. Uh, that money, you know, it fluctuated. Sometimes it was five five million dollars, other times it was four million dollars. I saw it reach as high as twenty million dollars one time, and then. Uh, uh, all of a sudden, but every year the money is being approved, but it, the money is not spent. And the problem continues where the, the wave uh, overtops the wall and, and comes into the road and splashes people's vehicles, depending on, on how high the tide is and so on. It's a, it's, a, it's a real problem. And it's been a problem from since the airport upgrade um, by this administration going back 10 years, one would think. So, and, and then, so let me ask, so and, why and then, these guys don't um, start to talk about diverting the road um, to another route? I, I, I mean, because global well, warming is getting serious. The seawall is going to fall any time. Well, 
that while that while that is going to happen or while you wait for that to happen the the problem persists remember this is where the airport the, this is the this is the end of the runway at the sea end of the runway and you have the road going there um, between Margot and, and Wesley what what happened this year that was of concern is that the money the the, the project um, was suspended this wave overtopping mitigation problem at the, uh, the the mitigation project was stopped suspended in this year's budget and there was an explanation given that it's going to be covered under some other project but one doesn't hold out any hope for that so uh, th this is a matter that we have to pick up very seriously because some time ago the people of Margot and Wesley did assemble in the area in protest and they were promised that things would have happened. Since that promise, monies have continued to go in the budget for the correction of the, pro of the problem, but every year, nothing happens. And one, with, with, the, with the project being suspended this year, one doesn't expect that in the next 12 months anything happens. So we, ha we have to decide what sort of action is going to be taken with respect to forcing a resolution of that because it cannot it cannot just continue like that all right well brother well boy, i don't know i don't know man dominica i just hearing a lot of money circulating in dominica and i looking at marigot wesley well wesley getting it little thing but nothing is happening in marigot and i i i marigot is supposed to be the uh, key um, I got to go because they're calling me on oh. my job here. I got to run. Talk to <laughs> okay, you guys. Okay, Have okay, a good day. Take, take care of yourself, bro. Uh, more phone calls at one twenty-four. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, my brother. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Fine, thank you. Lennox, mm -hmm. did I hear you say that there's going to be some emergency session of Parliament on Monday with respect to money laundering? Well, yeah, there's an emergency meeting of the Parliament on Monday. We were notified of that on Tuesday, and okay. we received the papers for the meeting last night. Uh, the meeting is about amendment bills for the Money Laundering Prevention Act, the Proceeds of Crime Act, and the Financing of Terrorism Act, the Combating of Financing of Terrorism Act. Let me ask you, are you aware that the FATF, the Financial Action Task Force, the Indominica currently the Caribbean the Caribbean Financial Action Task Force yes, CFATF, yes. Yes, yes. I'm aware that they will be they will be closing off the in country review next week. Oh okay. So so I, I suspect that the government may be responding to their visit in the sense that there may be um, inconsistencies that they have to deal with and so on. And they're trying to create an impression to go to parliament to say they're going to amend legislation and so on. So I, so we have to keep our eyes open to see where that, that Caribbean Action Task Force review, or the report of that review, um, we have to study the contents to see what, is, what it is saying when, when they finally um, submit the report. Thanks a lot for the opportunity, man. All right, thanks a lot. Thank you very much. 125, good afternoon. Good afternoon, the right Honorable Lennox Linton. How are you, sir? I'm fine and you, sir. Good. Great. It's been about 10 years now since Skerritt said he's going to put aside $5 million every month 
for the construction of that new airport. Uh, you are the best mathematicians we've known in Dominica. You, Lennox Linton. Could you please calculate how much money that would have been no, well, that, by now? Yeah, no. Ten well, years ago, no, five no, 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 million no. dollars every month. I, I'm not I, good at math. I no, have never that, been good. You, actually, you are the mathematician. Do the math for us, please. No, no, no. But thank let, you. Let, me, let me see it. Okay, okay thank you, caller. Um, in response to that, yes, the, the government had launched a, a project uh, where they were putting $5 million every month into the, $5 million U.S. dollars every month into the airport development account. That was for building the international airport. They had capitalized the fund with uh, $10 million. And then uh, that was back in, in, 19, in 2017, it was. But um, some years later, the government abandoned that. I think after Maria, sometime after there, it, it appeared that uh, money stopped going into the account. And um, when we asked the question back in 2020 as to what was the status of the account, the monies reported there were less than $200 um, at a point where it was supposed to have hundreds of millions of dollars, uh, the money reported was uh, hmm, less than 200. I don't remember the exact figure, but um, indicating that the government no longer was uh, going to be doing that or relying on those funds or that particular funding for the airport project. Now the government says that it will work with Anthony Hayden, who has uh, carte blanche over the passport revenues of Dominique overseas, especially those coming from the so-called housing option for citizenship. And they'll work with him. He'll front load the money from the airport for the airport, and he will be repaid from the uh, sales of passport. Good afternoon. The balance of the money was $239. It was $239? Was as much as that? I thought it was 100 and something dollars. $239 oh, okay. <laughs> and some, <laughs> and some cents, yeah, $239 and, and cents. And yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. At that point, there was supposed to have been hundreds of millions of dollars in the account. And the government claims that it used it for other purposes, uh, things that became necessary as we were trying to recover from the hurricane and all of that. But no no detailed uh, account of, well, we had at some point, they gave us the balance uh, as at uh, the uh, October, September or October of 2020. And uh, nothing before that in terms of details. We had up to a certain point, for example, collected $400 million. And then we decided to stop putting any money in that account. And here is what we used the $400 million that we had collected up to that time for. That's uh, how accountability works. That's how people, um, that's how people account for other people's money. But of course, uh, there's not a feeling in Dominica that the public's money belongs to the public. The people in government, the people in the cabinet of ministers believe that that money belongs to them. And uh, when they spend it, they're spending their money to give favors to the people of Dominica, for which the people of Dominica must remain completely beholden.
come hell or high water. On Saturday, August 27th, 2022, the Goodwill Parrot Hall will explode with laughter. Dominica's leading comedians battle for the champion of laughter in the first ever trailblazing comedy competition organized by the Laugh Dominica Initiative. A night of fun, laughter, clean and relaxing entertainment. Laugh out loud, Dominica tickets are available at the former location of Parade of Fashion. $40 in advance, $50 at the gate, and US $10 for pay-per-view on Comsa TV. This event pays homage to Mikey Bruni, Felix Henderson, Lawrence Bruman, and a fitting tribute to Alwyn Bully and Franklin Moses. Remember the date, 8 p.m. Saturday, 27th August, at the Goodwill Parish Hall. Laugh out loud, Dominica. Supported by AC Schillenford and Company Limited, NJAM, DNO, ComCity VQ95, and NO News. Remember, we are in the hurricane season. Be sure you're well supplied if any prescription drugs that you or your family take on a regular basis. This can be a daunting task as some pharmacies will not honor refills until the last refill is nearly used up or has run out or without approval from your doctor. If necessary, visit your doctor for an extended prescription. Weeks may go by without the ability to get refills, putting your health or even your life at risk. Open line Friday on Talk on the Block. We're here uh, taking your phone calls, 449 305 4296 wave of a topping problem in Marigot and uh, it's a it's a lingering lingering concern it's been hanging around year after year after year nothing has been done about it notwithstanding promises and notwithstanding provisions in the budget that Parliament has approved we also have the in the Marigot constituency the issue of the hospital I understand the Opening is going to be phased, and at the moment they are putting in equipment and in putting in installing equipment, putting in furniture, and so on. No date has been given for the opening, but the nation recalls that the hospital in Marigot was shut down for termite infestation in 2014. That means it's more than eight years since the hospital has not been functioning, and then we had a health center, and then we had to move to Wesley for health care for the area, and, and so on. But before the end of June last year, in 2021, the hospital building in Margot was completed. It was completed, we understand, at a cost of something in the region of 
thirty to thirty four million dollars on uh what they call uh, design and build and the building has been there completed since before the end of June 2021 the contractor was Renault from St. Lucia so the work of that contractor was done finished building delivered before the end of June last year. And we roll forward and we come now to the end of June of 2022, which is 12 months, one year. And then we come again to count July and we're heading to the end of August and still no word on when the hospital is actually going to be open. Now, remember, the people of the area have been waiting for eight years. And side by side with the people of the area specifically in terms of the healthcare needs, you have the need for the national airport at Melville Hall and uh, the expectation of the International Civil Aviation Authorities that there will be a functioning hospital in close proximity to the national airport. Well, for, year, for eight years, we haven't had that. And thank God there'll be no tragedies at the airport, no major accidents at the airport. Thank God for that. But one of the requirements of international civil aviation business is that Airports must have, within close proximity, a properly functioning medical facility. We haven't had that for eight years for the National Airport. We haven't had that for eight years for the people of Marigot. Now, keep in mind, we have spoken a lot about this through the years. There were years where monies was, were going into the budget and approved for the hospital and nothing was happening. There was the emergence of a $5 million US contribution from Mexico, which the government said it was going to use to build the hospital. And then there, were a lot, there was a lot of back and forth with the technical people from representing Mexico through uh, an organization called UNOPS. And, and then I started advocating for the hospital to be built with our own money from the sale of our passports. Because back then, I felt we, we clearly had enough money to build our own hospital in Marigot rather than sitting down waking indefinitely on the machinery of some uh, outside donor or some country that was willing to help us. A country willing to help us is not, it should not dictate the pace at which our hospital is commenced and completed. And so finally the government saw sense in building the hospital like it was doing other things from the passport revenues of Dominica. So sometime in, uh, in 2000, work commenced on the construction of the Margaret Hospital.
and like I told you, it was completed, the building was completed before the end of June in 2021. But we are still waiting for more than a year for the hospital to be operational. And we still don't know at this point to what extent is it going to be operational, what services are going to be provided there once it gets open. Because people, uh, I heard the Minister of Health in the budget debate talking about a phased opening. How many phases are they going to be? But it seems as though we'll not have all the services one time. At the moment, we have no services. And uh, that is a concern. The hospital serves not just the people of Maragot, but the people of the Northeast Health District. And uh, it is time, it is more than time, for that hospital to open its doors to provide the care that the people of the area need. And to, to start doing something about the number of preventable deaths we're having in the area, specifically and Dominica, generally. A lot of people are dying these days. And uh, if you listen to the stories of family members, you cannot help but come to the conclusion that a lot of these people in normal healthcare situations would not have died. But they're dying. And in that reality, we, are, we have to listen to stories told from the nation's parliament of, a near, of, a, of almost a utopia in the health services of Dominica. We have never had it so good. In some measures, we are ahead of America. We have more advanced technology than America. And then you hear all those stories about utopia in the health services of Dominica, especially from the Dominica China Friendship Hospital. And then reality hits you when you recognize those who talk the good game, who, who tell you all the wonderful stories about this healthcare, the superior healthcare that we have. When it comes for them to have healthcare, they leave the superior healthcare in Dominica right there and they run to the United States or to somewhere else. It is not good enough for them who are responsible for it, but it is perfect for the rest of the nation. And that should tell you something. 449 the overseas line 432-9624. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Mr. Linton. How are you doing? My brother, I'm doing good, and I hope you are too, and your family. We will. I just want to say a couple of things, because this morning I had the same thought that you're speaking of the hospital and how great they are, and the main prophets having the high school machine, and they're going to have this, that, and the other. I have to ask one question of such folk. Why do they go to foreign when they need Healthcare. When they, the, we're talking of the, the, the man in charge and all his other ministers. Why do you go to foreign like Dr. McIntyre, who not too long ago 
went outside the country for his specialty care. If you give the people a hospital and you claim the hospital is that good and it's so up to par, stay here, I mean, stay at home and use that health care to make an example to the people, the standard of care you've given them. That's one thing. The piece you did yesterday on the 500,000 U.S. dollars, like I said to Thompson this morning, Mr. Linton, this is my observation on that situation, because when I heard it, that was my theory. That money was used in a kind of rigmarole way to bring in the country, and they staged an arrest. And whoever was arrested is going to be like, put aside, they're going to make sure the, the, the record is clear, that person won't stand any charges. But that kind of money, I think, was brought in the country under some other uh, 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 circumstance to, to, to get that money in the country, whereas they can't get it in the country through the legal way of bank transfer or whatever, and they would have too much explaining to do. So we arrest somebody at 500000 and it's in our position, and the public forgets about it. That money goes in the bank, and it's laundered through the bank just like that. That's my uh, uh, my um suspect my, my suspicion. But I'm listening, my brother. Thank I you thank for all you have done. Thank you I very much. Not just coming back, but I wish you would be around sometimes where they would give you at least once a week or twice a week a program to reach the people. So a man like you and Thompson in this last week. I've done a big, 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 big job to the people and educating them, especially the budget and other issues, my brother. Thank you very much. A Thank you. To you. Thank you very much. 144, good afternoon. Hello? Hello. Good afternoon. Okay, good afternoon, Dominica John Lewis. May God continue to guide and protect you. Let me tell you, you know, two weeks now, the Margot Health Center I'm got water. No water. And they am got water so you know they cannot work. Yeah. And even the blood test you're taking in the bottle with the purple cover, about three weeks now they haven't got that neither. Wow. So I don't know how they want to talk and boost about health center about health, health in care, Dominica care. when every day getting worse. Yeah. Two weeks now without water, you know. Two weeks. In the health center. Two weeks. Oh. Thank you very much. One forty-five. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Selinton. How are you doing? Not bad at all. Mr. Selinton, listen to me properly. Yeah? I am not racist, no prejudice. I've traveled quite a few places in the world. We have saw big market. I saw market in Surinam, Paramaribo. It's big. I saw one in Surinam, um, uh, Haiti, Port au It is big. And there's no way you can go to Haiti and sell on the market. They will ration your bees and throw your remain in the street. What I'm seeing is this food is grieving to see and take the market at Portsmouth, the one at Roso, the one at Kalwishi, and they're attacking Maro market. They take the roadside and they go house to house. What about us in Dominica? I want to read dust and dirt in the street in our own land. You know among the things that happen in the market and the market attendance in silence, it is hurtful. I'll talk more about that. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for joining us. Overseas Line, good afternoon. Yes, good afternoon, Mr. Linton, and how are you? I'm doing well, thanks. How are you? 
I am very good, Mr. Linson. This is Masculine Edwards. You must have caught the voice <laughs> by now. How are you doing? Good? I am doing great, Mr. Linson. I nice. am back in the U.S. Yep. Well, it's good to see you. Yes, it was good to see you, too. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Linson, you know what my gripes are? Mm. The fact that the Melvinol Airport has no air condition and not even a rotating fan in the ceiling. So here we are in this airport, getting ready to leave, and you know the line is all the way outside in the sweltering heat, the sun. When we got into the airport, where the um, where the agents are, or the attendants are, they are behind their little um, counters, and they are, and the sweat is streaming down their faces. No, no air condition in there. No, not even a fan in the roof, in the ceiling. I met Sam Hyman, not Sam Hyman, sorry. My mind is on Sam Hyman in South Orange, New Jersey. I met Sam Raphael, who was traveling as well. And he could not even put on his jacket because it was just too hot. Everyone was in that sweltering heat and... Uh, I just find that it's just so primitive. Another thing, uh, when we came in, uh, a whole flight, whole American airline flight, come, came into Melton Hall. Four. When we got into the immigration, there were little, about three or four little, um, little wooden um, desks uh, attached to the to the walls, and we were given our immigration papers. Mr. Linson. We had to find, well, the flights, the, the flight of people had to find, you know, the posts, the pillars, the side walls for them to rest, for us to rest that immigration form, for us to fill out that immigration form. <laughs> I mean, you know, we live in the 20th century. 2022. This is so embarrassing. I don't understand what Dennis Charles is trying to promote when she tells people about tourism. And about, you know, they boast about uh, American Airlines coming into Dominica. Why is it they can't provide the immigration forms? Where when you sit on the plane, you know, they can be given out on the plane. They can be filled out on the plane. Why do they have to wait until the plane lands in Melvinol Airport? And you have that form stuck all on the side walls, on every on the pillars that you can find to follow that immigration form. Mr. Linton, I've never seen that anywhere. Well, and, well, you it's, know, it's I brought it up to... Yes, go ahead. No, let me just make this observation to you because you're, you're raising some very uh, interesting points there. And that is that the, we had in 20... Okay, I, I'm giving you last year's numbers, right? 2021, uh, 2022. This was in the public sector investment program for Dominica total of total of the budget was 438.8 million dollars the amount allocated to the ministry of tourism was 5 was 6 million dollars 5,961,816 dollars and you know the the tourism ministry only spent 41% of that so everything you you're talking about in terms of inconvenience for travelers uh, uh, through that airport facility, and in my head there, that could be fixed with money that was allocated to the tourism ministry and approved in 2021, 2022, but only 41% of the money was spent. 
but but is it, but I, I just don't understand why the airport is in that condition. I mean, there's a simple fan, simple fan, ceiling <laughs> fans they could put in the ceiling in the room, fan. you know, so that people can feel you know comfortable. But you're there in the sweltering heat, and everyone is sweating in the lines. Your hair is sticking on your forehead. Your clothes is sticking on you because you're just hot and you're sweating. The agent behind the counter, sweat is just pouring down their forehead. And you mean to tell me that is what, you know, they can offer Dominicans? That's what, that's, that's what our airport is like? But I'm sure it's much better. And the departure launch, Mr. Linton, with uh -huh. the bathrooms that are not working, the toilets are not working, they're not functioning. I mean, what is wrong with Denny Charles? What is wrong with the same Mr. Bardwell, who is responsible for those, uh, for those ports? What's wrong with these people? I mean, when you travel and you come home, you expect something better. This is not asking for too much. This is not asking for too much. I guess, I guess once they fix the, uh, the, the diplomatic launch, where uh, persons with their CBI passport and the diplomatic passport, they can sit in the and the persons, the persons who are going to stay to with the rest of Dominicans. The persons who are going to stay at the Kempinski, who have special facilities that receive them into Dominica at the airport, I'm sure they don't have any shortage of fans or air condition there. Exactly. And you know, Mr. Linton, when Donald Trump, the, the, the past president, called these countries, the shithole countries, I was very upset. But I totally understand what this man is talking about. With respect because to Dominica, with respect to Dominica. Mm -hmm. this, is what, this is what Dominica is all about. This is what, that's what the best you can offer to Dominica. Mm -hmm. And Dominicans who have, have traveled, what about the, 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 the visitors who come to Dominica? Is that, is that what you're offering? Is that, is that the level of the best of what we can offer? I mean, come on. Come on. Indeed. You know, Mr. Linton, I'm just so I, disappointed. Yeah, I, I can, I, you know, I'm just so disappointed I can at the inconvenience, the level of inconvenience. People suffer, travelers yeah. suffer. At the main airport. Yep. They need to fix that and fix it immediately. Thank you, Mr. Linton. Thank you very much. And of course, uh, we're talking about inconveniences that can be taken care of uh, right there at the, at the Melville Hall Airport. In 2021-2022, the Parliament approved $5,961,816 for the tourism and international transport. <laughs> The, the public's the investment, uh, the public sector investment in that ministry, not recurrent expenditure, for things to happen to improve. And of that money, of that $5,961,816, the ministry under Minister Dennis Charles only spent $2,446,352. So the remainder three million five hundred and fifteen thousand four hundred and sixty four dollars could have done wonders for improving the comfort and convenience of travelers through the melville hall airport as uh Marceline was detailing a while ago but it didn't happen i don't know what the minister was more focused on because everybody has told stories to tell about how passenger traffic is in is increasing into dominica with the American Airlines flight and direct flight and so on and so on and so on. But the, the things that will 
endear people to the little things that will endear people to Dominica, like conveniences and uh, ease of passage through the main airport when they come to Dominica. Not enough attention on that, and uh, I'm 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 surprised that we can have those concerns coming out of last year uh, when the ministry had $6 million available to it uh, for spending on the improvement of the product, of the tourism product, and left $3.5 million on the table. Only spent 41%. Left all of $3.5 million on the table unspent when so many complaints, real complaints about passenger comfort and passenger conveniences and uh, improvements of the, um, you know, inadequacies in the tourism product abound. Good afternoon. Yeah, good afternoon, Mr. Linton. Good afternoon, sir. Yeah, a few, some weeks ago, we were talking about the, <clears throat> the air, air travel and the and, and stuff. So I, I said at the time, that those presidents of the leaders we have, they're not really interested in the people. They're more interested in themselves because none of them are 60 yet. As far as I know, they're from Brown's carry. None of them are 60. They came later yet. They, former people who organize the have they do the school, they do the brains, according to them. No, they have so many experts. They have all kinds of degrees, and they let their friends the ground. A solution I've always been saying, something I've been saying, Dominica has a lot of CBI money. St. Kitts and Nevis has CBI money. Grenada has CBI money. St. Lucia has CBI money. Each of these countries could have bought two airplanes. Four planes that um, stationed in, in the south, four in the north. And travel for the Caribbean, among the Caribbean people, would be a breeze. But them guys are not interested in the kind of things. Each of the islands could buy two airplanes. So you have planes going up north, and the airspace could be as low as possible. But they, I don't think they're interested in kind of things. They, 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 they don't think of this kind of things. Everybody's interested in themselves and what they can get. And I'll keep saying it, if them guys are interested, and they talk about the Liat now going into liquidation and all kind of foolishness, each of the islands could buy two planes. And we could have eight aircraft among those islands from north to south, traveling their breeze. Because to come to Dominica now, a family of four years, you're talking about 20 grand. I mean, that's crazy. You know what I mean? So if those guys are really interested in the people, they would have used those money. Even Coast Guard, buy a Coast Guard, each other, one in the north, one in the south. They, the monies are there, but I guess the monies are for the thing. Thank you, Mr. Lisbon. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you very much. That will do it for this afternoon and this week. We will come back on Monday, the 22nd of uh, August in the year 2022. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. Uh, play it safe, always. Uh, be, be good. Good to yourself, good to your family, your fellow men and women. And uh, yeah, enjoy. This is Lennox Linton. Pleased to be with you this week. And Dominica, yeah, I love you all the time. God bless you.